Balloon payments are a powerful way that you can help structure a real estate deal to cash flow from day one. Today we're going to be talking about balloon payments and how Mel and I utilize these to structure our deals to actually get cash flow from day one. Hey, if you're new to the channel, my wife Mel and I are full-time real estate investors, the proud founders of our community, the Action Family, and we have purchased over 240 units in five different countries, Canada, US, Costa Rica, Mexico, and Dominican Republic. If you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified because we release a video every single week. We focus on purchasing income properties using other people's money right creative financing and no joint venture partners all right let's dive into the video let's start off with the definition right by definition a balloon payment is somewhere where you make a little payment in the beginning and a bigger payment at the end it kind of balloons out right so that's the concept of it and what I love about the balloon payment is you can truly kick that can down the road meaning make the least amount of payments if not zero payments for the time being to be able to truly pay back the loan at the end and have higher cash flow from the beginning. Now we're going to talk what it's not because what it is not is the term of the loan. Sometimes people utilize the amortization as the balloon. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying that they're wrong, but for this video, when I say balloon payment, I don't mean balloon your term. So meaning you're going to get a 25 year amortization is your balloon period. Or you know what? The loan is going to be for 25 years with a five year balloon, meaning a five year term on that 25 year product. So that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about the length of the term or the amortization. I am actually talking about structuring balloon payments balloon mortgages and loans. Okay, so how we do it, let's go off with monthly payments. Let's talk about this. So for now, let's say the seller, if you're doing a seller financing deal, they're asking you for $1,000 a month. Okay, hey, I need $1,000 a month as your repayment, your monthly mortgage payment towards the principal or the interest, depending if you did a principal and interest or interest only, does not matter. And you might be able to say, you know what? on those monthly payments, can we literally balloon this over here? Okay, and what I mean by this is, for example, what if we did this? What if we made the mortgage payment $500 a month, okay? And the other $500 that I you know, am supposed to be paying you, what if we balloon that to the end, right? And make a, a catch-up payment then, right? Balloon that payment to the end, meaning, $500, let's use one year, that would be 6K. So every single month, you don't pay them, right? You don't pay them a thousand, you pay them 500 and you balloon that monthly payment, that monthly mortgage payment to the end. And at the end of that one year mortgage, right? For example here, you would just do the catch up. You would do the difference. So you can do this with monthly payments. You can literally balloon them. And I do this all the time. When I put the deal in my cash flow analysis matrix, which is the tool that we use to underwrite and analyze deals, I'll look and say, hey, the mortgage holder wants this, but the deal cannot support it. So what can I do to make the deal cash flow from day one? Well, what if we balloon that payment? What if we split it up, do 500, balloon the other 500 times 12, for example, a year, and pay them at the end when I refinance or sell the property anyway. This is a very attractive way of doing it. We've actually done this in a couple examples that if you stay at the end, we'll touch on this. But the other one here is interest rate. So for example, let's say someone is asking you for 8% interest rate, okay? So they're asking you for 
eight points. And you put it, you underwrite it, you make sure that it makes sense, and you realize that this deal at this time cannot support the eight points. So why don't we balloon that interest till the end? So you might be able to say, hey, I'll offer you, I don't know, you can make it up. 6% and we balloon the other two to the end, or let's cut it in half, I'll offer you 4% interest for now on a monthly payment and we balloon it to the end. And again, the same thing happens is you just make sure to catch up on that interest in the end. So let's say we do a one year term. Hey, I'll give you 8%, 4% now on my monthly payments, whether it's principal and interest or interest only, that'll be up to you, but I'll give you 4%. And at the end, I'll catch up on that additional 4%. So why would they do this, okay? When someone is holding a mortgage for you, whether it's seller financing or private mortgages, they tend to understand that they also want to be healthy in the deal. Hey, the deal doesn't underwrite at 8%. They might go, I know that. However, that's what I'm going to be lending my money out. So this could be a win-win where I'll still give you 8% like you want. It's just going to look a little different because... I need to cash flow in this deal from day one and I'll just catch you up in the end, right? So that's a beautiful way that you can actually do it with the interest rates. Examples of this, and I'll talk from both sides. Mel and I, one of the deals that we actually just sold recently was a, a Costa Rica deal. So a deal done in Costa Rica, it was seller financing, it was a one year term. And what we ended up doing was a little bit of this. They wanted, I believe it was 7% interest we did not make any monthly payments. We completely right, bypassed those monthly payments and only paid them at the end once we sold the property. Now think about this. Every single month, we made four-figure short-term rental income in Costa Rica. We had absolutely no mortgage to pay. We still had obviously the operating expenses such as taxes and heating and property management, all of that maintenance. However, that entire time, we did not have a mortgage payment and we purchased the asset with none of our own money and no joint venture partners. Now, that being said, we did kick the can down to the end, which we did repay the seller. I believe it was about $220,000 plus the 7% interest. So that is a way that cash flow from day one with none of your own money and make it a win-win where the seller still got the purchase price that they wanted, they still got to liquidate the asset, right? And we got to pay them down the road while still cash flowing the entire way. Now let's go to the flip side here. Mel and I are currently holding four mortgages and I'll give you an example of one of them. We wanted 6% interest only payments every single month for this three year term. Okay, three year term on this mortgage, uh, interest only 6%. The purchaser came back to us and said, I'll give you 7%. He actually gave us a whole percentage higher, right? He actually gave us 7% interest. He said, if, right, let's negotiate. The entire term, right, the three years, the entire length of the term, on my monthly interest only payments, I'm only gonna pay you 3%. Why? Because he wanted to stay healthier and have higher cash flow. So he only paid us 3% for the entire three years. Now at the end of the term, at the end of the three years, Right? He had to play catch up. He had to make up for that balloon payment and paid us the difference, which obviously is 4% here. Now think about the power of that. We got even higher interest rate than we wanted. We sold the asset for the purchase price that we wanted. Okay, 
we made interest that entire time, right? We still made our 3% interest, which I know you're thinking is not that high, but at the end of the day, we got caught up and still got the full 7%, which was a percent higher. So this is the kind of stuff that you can do with balloon payments. And I'm just scratching the surface here. You can do a lot of different other things, but you can, you can change the interest rate and push it back. You can change the monthly payments and push it back. And it truly is really cool. So a lot of deals that you might be looking at in underwriting might not make sense right now. But now that you have this balloon payment strategy, you can go back, renegotiate, still give them the money, but then just make sure to push it all the way back at the end of the term when you refinance or sell. Hey, thank you so much for staying right to the end. Hopefully you liked the video. And if you want something else like this, make sure to check out the next one. I'm Dave and I'll see you in the next video.